Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Thoughts by DeVille D.I.N. Happy 4th of July to those out there that are celebrating the 4th of July. To those of y'all that are listening from other countries, uh, happy whatever makes you happy today. So, let's just go ahead and dive right on into it. Yesterday I saw this video, right? And it inspired me a little bit. I, I, I felt there was a lesson in this video. Now, the video I saw was on Twitter. And it was of a guy recording from his window. And what he was recording, recording was a young artist uh, that seemed to be shooting a music video in front of a car that was sitting in the parking lot. Now, the man in the apartment claimed that this was his car. That this young man was uh, in front of posturing in front of and recording this video and the young man had a matching outfit for the car and everything but a lot of people were clowning the guy for you know shooting a video in front of another man's car they said it was lame he's faking it till he's making it it it, it's, it was bogus but I didn't see a lame when I watched him shooting the video I saw an innovator. I saw a man who saw opportunity and took advantage of it. I saw a problem solver. I saw a go-getter. I saw a man that gets shit done. Now, the the thing that caught my that really caught my interest though is that even though the guy who was recording the video was you know telling the whole uh, internet that this guy was uh, recording a video in front of his car and he said things like yeah, I, yeah I'd be wrong if I clicked the alarm on him and you look through the comments and everybody was agreeing with that you should have set off the alarm I would have got in my car and pulled off I would have did this I would have did that but you know what the guy who was shooting the video said who was recording the video of the guy shooting the video said he was like nah I'm going to let him get his shine on. Major. Because at that point, he became an ally to this young man. He had an opportunity to, well, while recording and posting the video of this, was kind of, um, it was probably embarrassing or will be embarrassing to the guy, you know, if he sees it, once the word spreads, if it goes viral or whatever. But at that point, he... he Actually, was giving the guy a leg up, an opportunity. He could have shut the whole production down, but he didn't. He let that man get his moment. He let that man do what he was trying to do because, you know, dude didn't touch the car. Dude wasn't, wasn't like he was sitting on the car or anything like that. I, if it was me, I probably would have went and got in the video myself. Hey, bro, you mind if I uh, get in the shot because that's my car? But... It was just, the lesson that you learn is, or that, that I took away from it, was that, number one, sometimes it's better to 
ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. That man went out there and he saw a chance to shoot a video in front of a fly whip and he went out there and he shot his video. And then the second letter lesson that I learned was don't be a hater. Don't be afraid to let other people get their shine on. I don't feel the guy was lame at all. If you actually pay attention, you'll realize that most of the uh, most of these artists, when they shoot their videos, they're shooting their videos in front of houses that aren't theirs. They're shooting their videos in cars that aren't theirs, wearing jewelry that isn't theirs. There's literally no difference. The only difference is that this guy, quote-unquote, exposed the young man for using his car. But if anything, if anybody was lame in the situation, I would have to say the guy who recorded the video was lame for exposing the man. Because there had to be a certain amount of insecurity that this guy felt because he felt the need to record and let everybody know this is my car so that people would make no mistakes and people, no one would assume that that was the young man who shot this video car. And like I said, he's not the, the first person to do it. There's a guy on the internet who's uh, pretty popular right now. Nino Brown is what they call him. He does inspirational, motivational type videos. And the whole beginning of his career, he was shooting these videos in front of people's uh, houses that were, um, you know, house, open houses, houses that were for sale, and around cars that weren't his. He actually even shot one video and took pictures around the car of somebody that I know before he sold his car. It was a nice, like, pearl white uh, convertible. He shot the picture, did a video in front of. But it's not that serious. Now this guy is actually rolling. He's getting paid guest appearances and all types of stuff. But sometimes you got to use the resources that you have at hand to do what you're trying to do. Is basically what I'm trying to say. And no, it's the only only a person who I mean it's it's lame the fact that people feel the need to uh uh, uh criticize the man for doing that. Because it took a, uh, it takes a certain amount of self confidence to even put yourself in that situation, because you know the criticism is gonna come, but it's the content that you're creating worth that criticism. Because I'm pretty sure if this video goes viral. You know what that's gonna do? That's gonna attract attention to this young man's song. And if that song is fire, if that song is popping, if that song slaps. It can be on for this guy. All because somebody thought it would be funny to record a video of him recording a video in front of their car. Now, I do understand the guy recording a video from the, if you look at it from the perspective of, in case this kid does anything to my car, I'm going to have this video. And uh, that's all I got to say about that, man. There's a lesson in everything, and that's the lesson that I learned from that. Now, well, since we're talking about social media, I talk about social media pretty a lot, I realize. And uh, y'all still listening, so I guess you like it. <laughs> so lately, of course, we got the we got the, the cucumber chicks. We got chicks out here giving oral sex to cucumbers. We've got people out here licking and eating ice cream and putting that shit back into the freezer. We got people out here using deodorant and putting it back on the shelf. I saw a guy... Uh, do mouthwash, put the mouthwash in his mouth, gargle it, 
spit it back in the bottle and put it back on the shelf. I saw a video of somebody taking, I believe it was lotion, body wash, something, and just squirting it all over the floor. What the hell is wrong with you people? Listen, if you're one of those people that thinks that's cool, it's funny, get your life together. And you do understand, and I hope that you understand, not to get on the high horse or anything like that, because I'm definitely not part of the peppermint committee, but you do realize you're committing a crime, right? When you're eating that ice cream. Anything, I don't know about everywhere, but I know in the state of Georgia, anything that you do to uh, a company or a person's product that will stop them from benefiting and being able to uh, sell to profit off of uh, that profit of that product is considered theft. At least it is in the state of Georgia. Yeah, go and fuck around and go to jail. The one chick already is facing felony charges for um, food tampering, for eating, uh, licking the ice cream, and putting it back in the freezer. These people ain't playing with y'all. And y'all doing all this for a drop of clout, doing all this to go viral. I hope that you're faking the videos and that you're really purchasing this stuff. You know, I'll get uh, the Blue Barrel, Blue Barrel, Blue Blue remix, bitches. When the last time y'all heard me remix something? <laughs> Yeah, I do have lightweight have a stuttering issue since I was a little boy. I'm just more in control of it now. But sometimes that it does hit me. But the bluebird girl, fuck it. The girl who ate the ice cream, <laughs> licked the ice cream, the original, or at least what I think is the original video of it, she's facing a fucking felony for doing that, man. Don't be stupid to any younger listeners out there, any content creators out there that's thinking about it. Don't do it. It is not worth it. You're going to end up like that boy who used to be like whole lot gang shit. What was his name? Whole lot gang shit. I don't know. That dude with all the tattoos on his face used to go around stealing and stuff. Ended up with hella charges. Yeah, he got internet famous. Yeah, he made a couple dollars. But he went to jail a few times too. I think he might be. I don't know if he's locked up, but I know last time I saw him, he was like battling depression and stuff like that. But enough about that. We're going to take a break and then keep the show moving. Uh, I got a call in. I'm going to add to the show and we'll get into all of that in just a second. Yo, what's up, man? I just want to comment about the the cyberbullying. Uh, I I think it's just dumb. I don't get it because you know, again, you know, we kind of grew up in the same situation during the time where there was no uh, technology like social media. So a lot of the bullying that you know we experienced then, you couldn't really escape, especially if it was in your neighborhood. Now you're talking about something you can you can turn off the bully. You, you know, you can literally not see it. You can block it and all that good stuff. And I think that people that are quote unquote uh, subject to cyber bullying, they're glutton for punishment. Like they want this to happen to them so they can feel like the victim. That's just my thoughts on that. Yo man, and uh, the comment on the uh, couple episodes back man about the damn percolator and the dude kicking the mattress bruh you had me cracking the fuck up 
Like seriously, I laughed so damn hard. I even went and tried to find that damn song because I had to hear this. I had to understand why this dude in the middle of the night is singing this song and trying to kick you out your damn top bump, man. She was hilarious, though. Yeah, man. That was it right there. And that shit just went on for like five minutes. Uh, it was done by an artist named Cashmere. Yeah, that's what the hell percolated what life was about. Hope I don't get flagged for that. If we do, I'll just snatch it out. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I about to say? Oh, yeah, okay, oh, yeah, okay, oh, yeah, okay. The bullying, cyberbullying, brother. My boy Driven Balance was uh, on that call in. Driven Balance, man, <laughs> I enjoyed my call ins from from him because I actually know him. Uh, we grew up together. I ain't gonna really say grew up together, but we kind of grew up together. We went to the same schools. We had some of the same friends, you know, so we know each other. And um, yeah, but I felt, I kind of felt the opposite of what you said on that one right there, brother. Uh, because to me, it seems more like, um, see, I was never I was never bullied in my neighborhood. All the bullying that I ran to happened like at school or something like that, really at school. So it was like once school was over or once classes changed and stuff like that, I didn't have to deal with it anymore. Once I got home, I was cool, I could relax. The thing with the cyberbullying, though, is it kind of follows you if you're on social media and you know the children. I think about it like this. See, the, the children nowadays are different than we are in the sense of they've grown up with social media. Even though there's age restrictions and age limits, they've grown up with social media. So it's kind of like, uh, how do you say it's kind of like a, a a part of their daily activity. So, like you were saying, I completely understand what you're saying with you. You can just block that person. You can log out and so on and so forth. But social media has become so important to these kids. They're not going to log out. And if you block a person, you know, that person can come in through another account. Or, you know, they can recruit people to be part of their little bullying efforts. But I get it. I get it 100% what you're saying. You can avoid it. And what caught my attention about your calling was um, how you were saying, I don't remember exactly the wording, but um, it was it was some, something about to the nature of them want, uh, playing the victim and could be, could be, are these people that are claiming cyberbullying looking for attention could that be why they're uh making such a big deal about it or trying to make an actual thing about it now we know that uh more likely than not the real push behind cyberbullying is coming from these uh uptight moms and dads that really are trying to make social media a evil a bad thing you know they did it with rap music they did it with video games they did it with the radio before that they always find something 
to demonize or something to be the reason why their kid is the way that they are. So that's where the real push is coming from. Um, but I do, I have to say too, though, I do understand how for a child of this day and age could be more highly effective than um, we would with some, something like cyberbullying because, uh, you know, we can just turn it off. We are the people who will just turn it off and walk away from it. You know, there's times where if I wasn't promoting my show, I probably would just go days and without posting anything or really paying attention to anything on social media. But for these kids, it's like they're stuck in those phones 24 hours a day, all their waking hours. And that's one of the main reasons why I make so, so much of an effort to get my daughter out and about. Like, we went skating yesterday because I know skating is an event where she's not going to be have her face stuck in the phone, stuck in the iPad. And, well, there are people who were trying. I definitely seen kids skating around, trying to look at their phones while they were skating and almost running people over, running and stuff. But I try to get make sure she's involved in things where she's going to, it's going to be so interesting to her that she's going to come up out of that world, come up out of that phone. And really, at the end of the day, some of the responsibility does fall on us as parents, as big brothers and big sisters, to help them to understand um, how really irrelevant cyberbullying is. Because at the end of the day, um, at the end of the day, what was I going to say at the end of the day? I don't even know, but I get what you're saying, brother. I'm just going to cut that idea off uh, right there because I lost my train of thought, man. But either way. Y'all didn't come here for that anyway. Y'all came here for some discipline, and that's exactly what I'm going to give you. Discipline of the day. You have to be disciplined enough to realize that sometimes you're going to have to walk away. Walk away from what? Relax. I'm going to tell you. That job that you love, that career, that friendship, that relationship, you got to be disciplined enough to realize that it might be time for you to walk away. Why? I heard somebody say this. And it resonated with me. Sometimes uh, it's hard for people to see you any way other than as the person that they hired. Some people will always see you as that person that they hired, that intern that they hired, that new guy, that, that uh, entry-level guy that they hired, that immature guy that they started the relationship with, that uh, knucklehead guy that they hung out with on the corner. Some people have a hard time letting you grow, letting you expand your horizons, letting you develop. And because of this, from time to time, you have to make a move for yourself. Even though you may be in a decent position, you may be in a comfortable position, you may still need to pull yourself out of that comfort zone and move on to something else, to another place. Why? Because then you can come in as you are. You can come in as the person that you are. Now, when you go to that next spot and you get hired for that higher level position, you're starting off at that level versus you um, trying to get that promotion for the company that you've been with you know, for a while and they know you as that guy they that I hired a couple years back. He was fresh. 
He was green. He didn't know anything. So anything that he does know, I taught him. Sometimes you have to exit that situation. Sometimes you got to get away from them homeboys who you ran the street with. You did, you know, you might have hustled with. You might have did whatever with. You got to get away from them uh, females that, you know, you and your girl used to go out and drink every night before you had kids and all that type of stuff. Sometimes you got to exit those situations because they aren't going to allow you to grow because they're in their head, in their uh, a perception of you, you are always going to be that same person that they met. Now, at the core, yes, you are still that same person, but in action and in uh, maturity and in uh, experience level, you're not that same person no more. You're on a different level now. You've grown. You bloomed. You blossomed. You turned that corner that you had been trying to turn, you know, for the majority of your life. Or sometimes possibly even that corner that you never saw yourself turning. You made that turn. You moved on. And sometimes you're going to have to move on from that situation. Take this information and use it however you will. But remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. Thank you all for tuning in to Thoughts by DeVille D.I., your favorite podcast. I appreciate each and every last one of y'all that tune in every day. My loyal, loyal listeners, I love y'all, man. I really do.